use me so ill as at first I thought he would have done, but he set me to work with the rest of his slaves. This was a change in my life which I did not think had been in store for me. How my heart sank with grief at the thought of those whom I had left at home, nay, to whom I had not had the grace so much as to say good-bye when I went to sea, nor to give a hint of what I meant to do. Yet all that I went through at this time was but a taste of the toils and cares which it has since been my lot to bear. I thought at first that the Turk might take me with him when next he went to sea, and so I should find some way to get free. But the hope did not last long, for at such times he left me on shore to see to his crops. This kind of life I led for two years, and as the Turk knew and saw more of me, he made me more and more free. He went out in his boat once or twice a week to catch a kind of flat fish, and now and then he took me and a boy with him, for we were quick at this kind of sport, and he grew quite fond of me. One day the Turk sent me in a boat to catch some fish with no one else but a man and a boy. While we were out, so thick a fog came on that though we were not half a mile from the shore, we quite lost sight of it for twelve hours and when the sun rose the next day our boat was at least ten miles out at sea. The wind blew fresh, and we were all much in want of food, but at last, with the help of oars and sail, we got back safe to land. When the Turk heard how we had lost our way, he said that the next time he went out he would take a boat that would hold all we could want if we were kept out at sea. So he had quite a stateroom built in the long boat of his ship, as well as a room for us slaves. One day he sent me to trim the boat, as he had two friends who would go out in it to fish with him. But when the time came they did not go, so he sent me with the man and the boy, whose name was Zuri, to catch some fish for the guests that were to sup with him. Now the thought struck me all at once that this would be a good chance to set off with the boat and get free. So, in the first place, I took all the food that I could lay my hands on, and I told the man that it would be too bold of us to eat of the bread that had been put in the boat for the Turk. He said he thought so too, and he brought down a small sack of rice and some rusks. While the man was on shore, I put up some wine, a large lump of wax, a saw, an axe, a spade, some rope, and all sorts of things that might be of use to us. I knew where the Turk's case of wine was, and I put that in the boat while the man was on shore. By one more trick I got all that I had need of. I said to the boy, The Turk's guns are in the boat, but there is no shot. Do you think you could get some? You know where it is kept, and we may want to shoot a fowl or two. So he brought a case and a pouch, which held all that we could want for the guns. These I put in the boat, and then set sail out of the port to fish. The wind blew from the north, or northwest, which was a bad wind for me, for had it been south I could have made for the coast of Spain. But blow which way it might, my mind was made up to get off and to leave the rest to fate. I then let down my lines to fish, but I took care to have bad sport, and when the fish bit I would not pull them up, for the moor was not to see them. I said to him, This will not do, we shall catch no fish here, we ought to sail on a bit. Well, the moor thought there was no harm in this. He set the sails, and as the helm was in my hands, I ran the boat out a mile or more, and then brought her to, as if I meant to fish. Now, thought I, the time has come for me to get free, 
so I gave the helm to the boy, and then took the moor round the waist and threw him out of the boat. Down he went, but soon rose up, for he swam like a duck. He said he would go all around the world with me if I would but take him in. I had some fear lest he should climb up the boat's side and force his way back, so I brought my gun to point at him and said, You can swim to land with ease if you choose. Make haste then to get there. But if you come near the boat, you shall have a shot through the head, for I mean to be a free man from this hour. He then swam for the shore and no doubt got safe there as the sea was so calm. At first I thought I would take the moor with me and let Zuri swim to land, but the moor was not a man that I could trust. When he was gone, I said to Zuri, If you will swear to be true to me, you shall be a great man in time. If not, I must throw you out of the boat too. The poor boy gave me some.